0: Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Mama Relax. During today's episode, Milena and I dive into spirituality, what that means, how that's different from religion, but especially just kind of sharing our idea of what spirituality means to both of us in an individual way. Spirituality, sometimes this categorized into one thing just like religion but it really isn't I think it's different for each and every one of us and that is what makes it so beautiful and that's what p- makes it part of the journey that we keep hearing on social media and on all these different channels so with no further ado let's jump right in hope that you get something out of it that it helps answer any of your questions and I hope you enjoy <music> Relax. I'm relax. I'm relax. I'm relax hi Milena hello how are you
1: I'm well welcome to our spiritual journey episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> that we're still trying to figure out one day at a time for everything like everything else we're doing
1: exactly like talking about baby steps this is not even a step it's a crawling you stage.
0: Know, yeah, it's the it's crawling stage. And I, I think a lot of it, including this podcast is part of that growth and that spirit, it's spiritual growth. I don't think that if I um would have started my spiritual journey, I would have had the courage to do something like this, because, you know, as humans, we're usually kind of like, scared of what other people are going to think of us. But being spiritual and like, kind of standing in my part power has like helped me, get out of that cocoon and kind of have the courage to do something like this and share like our stories and stuff with you know strangers basically yeah 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 so today we are going to talk about spirituality um it's something that you know i've it's definitely changed my life for definitely for the better um but it comes with his with its with its hardships, of course. But before we start, you know, talking and diving in about what spirituality means to me, or what it could mean to Milena, we just wanted to be very clear that, you know, spirituality does not come from religion, like it's not the same, they're not in the same bucket, you know, religion is more of like an institution, and there's rules and regulations, and you're being kind of not judged, but in a way, you are right. If you do something that doesn't apply to that religion, like you can kind of get banned from it, at least from some religions. But I did find something that was very interesting. I'll read it to you because I think it makes um, it makes sense. And it kind of like explains where I'm coming from when I say that spirituality is not the same as religion. So it says spirituality does not come from religion. It comes from our soul. We must stop confusing religion and spirituality. Religion is a set of rules, regulations, and rituals created by humans, which were supposed to help people spiritually. Due to human imperfection, religion has become corrupt, political, divisive, and a tool for power struggle. Spirituality is not theology or ideology, it is simply a way of life, pure and original as given by the Most High. Spirituality is a network linking us to the Most High. The universe and each other. What do you think of that, Milena?
1: I like it. I feel that it's a good definition because you can have people that are very religious and not at all spiritual, and you can have people that are very spiritual and not at all religious, and then you can have you know a combination of both, or people that are not one or the other. Um, so yes, yes, and I feel that I feel that people were. I feel that maybe back in the days people were more religious than spiritual based, you know, in my perception. And I feel that now people are not so much uh, religious as they are the spiritual. Um, I feel that there are more people that practices, you know, spiritual rituals at home, like, let's say, meditation. You know, whatever it is that people do that that make them feel in contact with, you know, like a higher power than themselves. You know, even if it is, you know, they believe in in the universe as, you know, the higher power or they believe in whatever it is that they believe in. So, yeah, I agree. I feel that also it gives the individual, I feel the spirituality gives the individual a bigger sense of power. You know, you are kind of like the, your own, your own God in a way, you know, like you can create your own hell and your own heaven based on your decisions you know i personally don't believe in in power having like if you're a bad person you did one bad thing you go to hell i feel that you know i have many experiences of of hell on earth you know like i lived through many hells myself you know i didn't have to be burning anywhere on an afterlife experience and i feel that uh I feel, I feel that, that that that's it for me. I feel that, you know, spirituality makes you more in charge of your own destiny. You know, you might have been a bad person. And then if you, you know, and I also, the concept of good and bad is just so relative. Like what is good for somebody is, is not good for somebody else. So that's just so relative. But I feel that, I don't know, like if you did something that made you not feel like a good person, then you can redeem yourself by learning from your mistakes, and you know doing what you think it's right to redeem your mistake, and and therefore move forward and learn from your mistakes. And um, that's why I appreciate spirituality. Like I grew up in a very spiritual home. It's funny because my family was very my my dad's mom was very religious, but at the same time she was very spiritual, and she believed in she was very catholic but she also had the mix of other religions that she believed in a little bit of everything and she was very spiritual too um so i don't know like i grew up in a very open minded family regarding spirituality like my mom's father he was very 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 spiritual um and it's just funny Grow grew up with like a big mix of informations about god and things like that because when you're a kid you just don't understand anything anyways but it's just funny to know that there are like many different opinions about the same matter and in my household it has always been very you know like people believe in whatever it is that they believe and and, you know nobody was ever criticized for for that which I feel that I'm very blessed and I only learned that later on in life that you know when you're little you think everybody grows up the same way that you do and then you realize that like oh my god people don't And so, you know, I feel that I'm very blessed that I grew up in a family that was very open minded towards spirituality and religion.
0: No, that's amazing. Because like, for me now as an adult, like when I think about religion, you know, I feel like there's so many different religions out there, but ultimately they all tell kind of like the same story. So they all like, I feel like it's like playing telephone, you know? Somebody told somebody yep. a story and they understood it a certain way. So they told it a different way. And that's how like they, everything branched out. You know what I mean? Uh, so I think yep. it's beautiful. I think, you know, having different different stories to be told from, you know, different um, cities or different regions, kind of, it's interesting. It's like literally sitting there and, and hearing these stories, stories and who am I to say those are not valid at all. You know, it's obviously religion has in the last thousand few for that few thousand years it's been negative right like there's been world wars because of it there's been a lot of murder like churches have killed you know a lot of people for not being aligned with what they believe in and what they think it's right um and a lot of religions such i grew up catholic as well and i just thinking like you know, I always remember being young, like, re- like little going, like, I don't know, for my communion or something and thinking like, wow, I can't believe like priests can't get married. And then as I wasn't like a teenager, I would be like, but isn't that like against human nature? Like, aren't we here to like reproduce and like, you know, fall in love and feel these things? Like what, why is it that they're restricted to that? You know what I mean? And then you hear all these stories about how they, yes. Yeah. They abuse kids and all this stuff. I'm not saying all of priests do that. Not at all. There's good priests out there, but it's just like those questions would come up. and, And for me personally, spirituality, and I think you said it, you know, you gave a great example about being bad and being good. I think spirituality is really accepting all parts of you, the good and the bad. You know, we all could sit here and say, oh, I'm never going to do X thing because it's so terrible. I don't know. Let's take cheating, for example. I might never cheat. But you you don't you don't know until you're in that situation. Does that make you a horrible person that you don't you sh- don't des- you're not deserving? No, it's just an experience that you're learning through it. And, you know, if it was the wrong choice, it makes you feel bad, then you will correct course at some point. But yeah, for me, it's it's more than that. It's like, we are one with the universe, with the earth, with the plants, with the animals, with each other, we're all connected in some shape, way or form. And that that is much bigger than us individually. Um, And like, I feel like with spirituality, I've been able to accept again, all parts of myself, the good, the bad, the ugly, It's helped me be less resistant to like certain situations, you know, and understand that when I'm, I'm confronted with a situation that I cannot control. It's easier for me now um, that I, I feel like I'm a lot more spiritual and I've, you know, had kind of like an awakening to all of this instead of, you know, being super upset about it and, and depressed, not depressed, but, you know, going through my depression mode, I guess, if I'm in a certain situation you know, I kind of take that situation and be like, what am I, what, why is it here? Why am I, what am I learning from it? Why is it presented to me? Can I change the situation? If I can change it, then I change it. But if I can't, then what can I do to make my situation better? Because one thing I've learned is that nothing lasts forever, the good or the bad you can be in the best situation in your life. And that's not going to last forever. There's going to be a moment where things might go a little, you know, South the same thing applies when you're in a bad situation. That situation is not forever. What you can't change is you, how you approach it and how you feel every day and how you choose to live through that, you know? And I feel that the more we give into it and just say, okay, this is the situation. It's not gonna last forever. Let me, you know, look at it at the best possible way. The easier it is to for that thing to like pass quicker, and it's not as painful as putting so much restriction on it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing that I it's funny because so growing up, like I had my my dad's family, they were very religious and spiritual. So like I was little, and when I would go spend holidays there or vacation, whatever. Um, you know, my cousins, it was like a really small town and my cousins would go to church and that was like the event of the weekend because literally it's a small town and there was nothing else to do but to go to church and do church things. And so they would get the communion, you know, And I, and I was like, I don't know, seven, six or seven. And I'm like, I want to, I want to eat. Cause in my head, it was like a little bread. I'm like, I want to eat the little bread. And my cousin was like, no, you can't eat the little bread because you don't, you don't have your first communion. I'm like, what is that? And then she explained to me and then I went to my mom and I'm like, I want to. I want to do first communion and that came out. I kind of nowhere. where my mom's like, where did you hear that? Like, what is this coming from? And I told her, and she was like, well, it's not really like, you know, I don't think it's what you think it is going to be, but yes, you're going to go then. So you can, you know, eat the little bread that you're talking about. And then your brother is going to go too. until so my poor brother got trapped in to do first communion with me. And it was like a Sunday morning class And so, and I remember like the nun, I I had a class with a nun and she used to say things like, you know, it's not important to go to school. It's only important to read the Bible and be religious and serve God. And then I, I asked her the question, like, how can you read the Bible. If you don't go to school, you won't learn how to read. And I was seven. And I would ask questions like this. And then the nun would be mad and would complain about me to my mom. And so my mom's like, Milena, I told you it was not going to be what you thought it was going to be. So like, if you want to get your bread, you need to go through this classes. You just got to be quiet and listen, or, you know, or you don't go because you don't with what she's telling you. And that's okay. But then you're not going to eat your bread or you can eat the bread without doing this because nobody's going to know. And, you know, like, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep on asking her questions and like, and I had all these questions in my head as a little kid and I used to do, it's so like, you know, let's say you are like this wonderful person in this religion and you do everything that your religion asks of you. But then at the end, you know, like how many religions are out there? Like, which one is the right one? You know, like, and if you follow the wrong one and then in the afterlife, you don't get whatever it is they're supposed to get because you didn't follow the right religion, but you didn't know which one was the right religion. And I would ask her all these questions and like, I would drive my the poor nun crazy and, and I kind of still have those questions, you know, and that's why I feel spirituality, I feel that, you know, if I feel like talking to God, I can do it from my car while I'm driving to work, what I can do, you know, when I hear the news from Ukraine, I can, you know, I pray For those people to have the strength to deal with the situation, you know, and I feel that that's me talking to God on my own way. So, again, that's just based on, of course, on how I grew up. I'm not criticizing anybody's religions and choices or anything. Thank God we live in a free country that we can speak freely how we think. Um, but you know, I feel that I feel that spirituality also helps me keep my sanity because I feel that before I was more, before I was. I was not so spiritual as I am right now. I'm not saying i less spiritual, but like I wouldn't I wouldn't read as much as I do right now about spirituality. I wouldn't listen to as many podcasts and things about spirituality. And so like, you know, I understand the mind and the process of our thinking in a different way. And so I feel that, you know, it's easier for me to deal with hard times because I have, you know, I feel that I have better tools to cope with situations which you know before I would say I I didn't and I feel that a very thing that I feel that is dangerous it can be dangerous about religious is that it does a lot of me versus them you know and anytime that you have me or we versus them we become different and then you kind of they're less than you right and I feel that That's how wars start. That's how problems become problems because, you know, our group is the right one doing the right thing and they are the bad group doing the bad thing. So they deserve to be punished because, you know, they're not following our God, but they're following their God, you know, and and there we go. So that's what I feel that is the problem with religion is that it segregates people instead of bringing them together. When spirituality, like, let's say Buddhism, it's all about... You know, if you do good things, good things happen to you because, you know, it's energy and energy comes around. And then when you do bad things, bad things come to you because it's energy and energy comes around. So, um, and you, you know, basically you pay here in this life, you don't have to wait to die to get rewards or, you know, sacrifices or punishments. And I feel that based on my, my mind, like, I feel that that makes more sense to me. You know, I feel that, I feel that that makes more sense to me. And it's funny too because you know, in religion it talks about how we were made in the in the image of God. And so, but we are all so different. And you know, and God was all about, about I mean, if God made all of us, so whatever it is that you, you think in your head, and whatever it is that you follow, then you're doing the right thing because he made you, you know. So that's why like I have a lot of questions for religion. And when I start asking them, they're not very well received. So I find myself in an easier path by just being spiritual. And I actually did this. I, I, I read something that said that, you know, research has shown that religious involvement is correlated with better physical and mental health, including better sleep lower blood pressure and like an overall lower rate of mortality they say and it's like this higher levels of spirituality have also been linked to increased compassion strength relationships and improved like self-esteem and i feel that it's i feel that that comes from in my opinion you know you think you're doing your best and you're putting good energy out there you know like then it's gonna come back to you And I feel that, you know, when you're not judging them versus me based on your choice of religion, then you are more capable of helping the next person, even though if they believe something different than you.
0: Well, yeah. And I think that, you know, also the reason that spirituality maybe, you know, creates less physical harm or you're better at sleeping and stuff like that is because, again, going back to not giving resistance, right? So like when you're giving resistance, you're usually stressed out, you're worried and your body takes a toll on that. Like a hundred percent, if your mind is not clear, your body will suffer from it. You know, you we hear all the time about like, oh, he died suddenly and he was a uh, super athletic and ate all the right foods. But if mentally you're stressed out and you're not, And I mean, yes, for us, it's spirituality, right? So obviously, like, if you're spiritual, and my opinion, is obviously that you are, you accept yourself the way you are, you are trusting yourself, you're in flow with your life, and you're kind of trust you in your intuition. And you're also accepting, again, all parts of you, the good, the bad, the ugly, because You can't have one without the other. Like, I know a lot of people don't want to feel angry or don't want to feel sad, but that's part of the process that that's part of just being human. And I think to your point where people like when you said right now, like people wait to get rewarded when they die, but they don't live this life at all. They, They don't
1: exactly.
0: They're not present, but we are so focused on the unknown of what we don't know when we die that we think that's going to be much better that we lose the we lose the understanding that we're here now we like you said we can have heaven on earth it's beautiful when you think of heaven or when we see pictures of heaven of like what heaven's supposed to look like what does it look like mother earth yeah, it's like green a beautiful and birds garden. And flowers. Yeah, <laughs> like so. Why are we so so in a rush to get somewhere where we don't know and not make the best of our time here? It's because we have lost that touch with our higher selves, which, in my opinion, is you know what I would consider God. Right? Like we, I, I think that God lives in every single person again, because we're all connected. There is no them or us. It's we're all one unit. You know, like, we can't if the plants die, we die. If we die, the plants don't live either. Like, everything is interconnected. And I think the quicker we accept that, we will have a much better world in general. And that that comes from, you know, being spiritual.
1: And I feel that being spiritual is also, which we don't know how to do this, you know, like this, the world that we live in right now, it doesn't allow us to do this. And it's like, you know, we live too much inside of our head. And I feel that that's, you know, the first thing that distance ourselves from spirituality is being So much in our heads because once you are in your head, you're not in your heart. Like when you think about an an, a mind blowing experience, like something that took your breath away, something that you literally felt joy from head to toe. If you think about those moments, you literally were just there feeling. You were not thinking. Like once you're thinking, you are not feeling, and once you're feeling, you are not thinking. Like one thing cancels the other. And so anytime that you have this mind-blowing experience of joy and happiness, you know it's like a full body experience. It's your mind is quiet and you're literally just experiencing that like it might be whatever it is that experience is like seeing something gorgeous in nature or you know experience like the birth of a child, whatever that is like you're in that moment and your mind is just quiet and you're experiencing that experience. And, you know, if we just allow ourselves to experience things, we would know what to do next and what to do next and what to do next. The fact that we need to control people, things, you know, situations, places, you know, in order to feel satisfaction, in order to feel security, in order to feel safe, in order to not feel fear, you know, in order to... Reach our heart's desires is like this. This need of control makes us so far away from our our real purpose,
0: yeah. you know. Like himself, and honestly, yeah,
1: yeah, and and you feel that like you know, religious and religion and spirituality maybe both come from like this big sense of, you know, meaning. You know, it's like, what is this all for? You know, maybe we 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 do just die and and that's it. You know, like who knows? People you know don't come back to tell us. So um <laughs> I you mean, know, it's but in but, this
0: like form,
1: exactly. But like you know, it's all I guess to find meaning. Or you know, for some people, religion is as a matter of controlling. But I feel that like, based on again my opinion, I feel that is like a sense of finding meaning. You know, the secret of finding meaning in life. It's it's to not look for it, you know, like I read the the, the the book from Victor Franco and he's a Holocaust survivor. And then he I think he was. Yeah, he was already a, a psychiatrist when he went to the um, to the to the camp. But, you know, and he talks about how the, you know, looking like how to meaning and purpose as a counter to suffering you know like he talks about uh he advises against actively searching for meaning and instead he suggests that meaning should just be something that comes to you as you're pursuing your goals like if you have never read if you like whoever never read victor franco books like i really highly recommend it you know and like as you're pursuing your goals your sense of meaning is gonna show up and you're gonna feel that sense of meaning so I feel the meaning it's like you know, you're walking in this forest and you are searching for the path, but the path is not gonna come in front of you until you start taking your first step. And you feel like as you are walking, the path is going to start opening in front of you. The path is not just gonna be laying down there for you to go for a walk. Like it's gonna come up as you are walking. And I feel that, you know, I feel that. And then you're going to find the meaning as you're going for the walk. Maybe the meaning is to climb the rock. Maybe the meaning it will be to, you know, look at the butterflies and and smell the flowers. I mean, I don't know, whatever the journey you are in, you know, enjoy the journey. Like that is something there to, to, to teach you. And again, based on my personal experience, I feel that like I always encounter the same situations in my life until I stop and learn something like, you know, A lot of times I I feel that most things in my life happen to teach me patience because I have such a lack of patience and, you know, things keep on happening over and over again. And at the end of the day, the lesson is always be patient, you know, trust the process. And I feel that until I learn to be patient, these things are going to keep on happening to me. So I am patient and until I learn patience, those circumstances and those challenges are not going to stop coming at my way. And then once I do learn patience, I'm going to, you know, they're going to stop coming my way because I already learned. And I feel that is the same thing with people, you know, like I feel that people are in your life for you to learn something, to learn love, to learn how not to be, to learn whatever it is that you are learning. And then once you learn what it is to be learned with that person, you know, like, and sometimes Everybody goes separate ways because you learn what it is to be learned and they learn from you what was to be learned. And then, then that's it. And once you hold on to that person more than you, more than you should, that's when suffering begins, you know, we have that attachment and that's with people in situations too. Maybe you're holding on to something that does not have a purpose for you anymore. And, you know, it's causing suffering. Once you let go because you, you took from that experience as much as you could then you stop suffering and you can move on to something else. So I feel that spirituality is in, is in all of that.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's it. You're spot on because, you know, speaking from personal experience, it takes courage, you know, to be spiritual too, because you're kind of walking into the unknown. And it's true what you say, like from my experience of not having a true purpose or not having like a, a full passion, you know, some people are, put on this earth and they're blessed with the, with the, with what they want to be and what their purpose are, what their purpose is, how they're going to help people. Like it just comes to them so easily. And for some of us like me, it's very hard. And I feel like, you know, because of I've ever since I've become spiritual, because unlike you, for example, Mele, like I was not very spiritual. Like I was, I grew up in a, in a, you know like most latin american countries like very religion very catholic um did communion had went to church on sundays things like that and it was very like institutional so it wasn't until i want to say maybe the last maybe three years i want to say that i've actually taken a step into exploring spirituality and applying it and one of the things of applying that is trust right trust and courage of like i don't know what i want to do but i'm going to be i'm going to take i'm going to take the risk of walking into the unknown and hoping that the path opens up just like you said it cuz you said it so well open the path for what it is that i my purpose is but if i don't t- if i don't try these things if i don't walk outside of my comfort zone if i don't take that the unknown road it's just never going to happen. I'm always going to be stuck in the same position. So I think that if you're in a position, you know, out there where like, you don't know what you what you want out of life. And that can be in any area of your life. Um, spirituality does kind of give you that sense of courage and believing in yourself. You know, like my confidence, I feel like my confidence is higher now than it's ever been, even though I don't have a set path. And I I know that sounds contradictory, contradictory, I guess that's how you say it. Um, But I really do feel much more confident in myself. And I feel like every time I make a decision, I don't question myself for that decision. You know, even if it in the moment, it might have seemed like, oh, I'm in such a bad place right now. Like, why did I make this decision? Now I approach it more like, okay, no, I made the decision. It doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. It just means that I'm here to learn something new. And, you know, if if I want to learn whatever it is that I need to learn and I want to be able to move forward with that teaching that came to me through that decision that I made, whereas, you know, years ago, I would have just been frustrated and been like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I I made that decision like that was the wrong move when I now I don't beat myself up for it. Instead, I just embrace it. I'm like, okay, I made the decision consciously. And it was for, for a reason. And yes, I'm not happy in my position right now. But that doesn't mean that there's not something to be learned here. And that doesn't mean that it's not part of my journey to where it's leading me to where I need to be. Ultimately, spirituality has done that for me. So obviously, like, I'm very, as much as I'm like, struggling, (laughs) I feel like this is definitely the right path. Um, And it's, it's just kind of like, Help me again to feel my intuition and trust myself and make these decisions with ease and not double, you know, question everything I do. So um, I love it. I, I do. I love it as much as sometimes I'm like, ah, what am I doing? <laughs> I do. I love it for the most part because it's, I'm, I'm being true to myself and I, I wouldn't change that for anything in the world.
1: Exactly. You know, like what is right, right for you is not right for somebody else. And then, put everybody in the same box of like this is what you got to do and this is it like it doesn't work no it just doesn't work so you know love is acceptance and love is you know the ultimate form of religion and so
0: and and one um, thing like that i've seen around and stuff like that like yes i i like to meditate for other reasons as well you know like it, it calms me down. It helps me kind of have a more clear head throughout the day. But I don't necessarily think that in order to be spiritual, you need to be meditating every day, or you have to believe in the moon and the stars. Or you know what I mean? Like, that's not I don't think that, that yeah. applies for everyone that's spiritual. I think it's more truly just having a good relationship with yourself and all aspects of yourself
1: exactly it's like knowing who you are and what works for you and then you can you know i feel that that's a spirituality for me and then by being the best version of yourself you're going to be better for the world because you're going to be able to help others you know with their challenges because you are in attuned with with yourself so i don't know i feel that that's what religion is to me i mean that's what spirituality is to me is to, you know, I'll be there for myself and be there for others, regardless of their choices and their beliefs and and anything else. So
0: yeah, and we needed more than anything, we need a lot of joy in the world. So, you know, this is a, I think spirituality opens that door, because once we start accepting ourselves fully, like we start accepting others And we're not judging others, like, because ultimately, whoever's judging you is judging themselves so much more. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah, I love
1: that quote that say that the way that people treat you, it's a reflection of them and not you. It's a way that that they
0: they treat themselves and like, it comes back to your mind, just beating themselves up. So like, in order to ignore and feel terrible about themselves, they're just like pointing the finger at you and looking at your flaws. and like things that they think that you might be doing wrong, especially in our society. Everybody likes to point a finger. Um, But yeah, it's it's definitely not okay. And I think, you know, all of us want to save the world in so many different ways. And we forget that the place to start is just being kind to yourself and learning who you are so that you can move forward in the world being the best version of yourself.
1: Yeah. And I feel that, you know, if somebody was to ask me, you know, like what should I do to start being spiritual? Or you know, how do I begin on my spiritual journey? Like, I would suggest pay attention to yourself. That's it. Because everything starts with you. You know, like your universe begins with you. So begin with yourself. So go for a walk and notice without your phone. Like go for the walk with your phone, you know, off if you don't feel safe without your phone. So, you know, like um, and just go for a walk and and like feel things, you know. Shut your mind off and just feel it. Like, how does the ground feel when you're walking? Like, how do you feel supported by the ground where you're walking at? How does your feet feel inside of your shoe? You know, how does the air feel? Do you feel cold? Do you feel hot? Like, do you feel any tension in your body, or do you feel relaxed? You know, like how. How is the sun or the rain or the the sky when you are walking? Like observe, you know, all the noises and and notice all these mouths around you. Just go for a walk and and notice, like use all your senses in your body and, and just notice things. And I feel that that that'll be the beginning of your of your of your journey. And then if in any moment you feel fear or anxiety or anger or whatever, then just as you're observing clouds in the sky, observe that feeling and don't act upon it. Just notice it's like okay, I'm angry and like just notice what just notice, that's it. They'll just notice don't start analyzing like, oh, what made me angry? why am I angry? What am I fearful? For? you know like what, what's happening because then you are you in your mind and then you stop feeling it you know, like just try to stay with your feelings. And then, you know, even if it's like a five minute experience and then do it again the next day and then do it again the next day. And then from five, go to 10 minutes. And then from 10, go to 15 minutes. And then, you know, do it for as long as you want and just the other, observe.
0: The other easy thing as well. Cause like, for example, like, at least for me, that wasn't easy in the beginning. Cause I'm not, you know, I wasn't spiritual at all. So I, I, it was hard for me to like, just, you know, take a walk and take in the air because I was so stressed out. I didn't think that. But one thing that I will say that helps is like doing something that you really love, you know, move your body. Like if you love dancing, do that more often. If you like singing, do that more often. Those things also help a lot. If you're not the type of person to just go out for a walk and, and try to like, not be with your thoughts. If you really want to quiet your mind, sometimes just focusing on something that you truly love, an activity that you truly love, just it quiets your mind automatically. Like I love singing and I love dancing and I've never in my mind, like I'm always smiling and such in the, in, in the moment doing it, doing those things that, you know, it, that's kind of like also therapeutic. So, you know, if that, that's also another area, like if you are not, you know, if If you're going to go out for a walk and you're going to be in your head making stories up all day long, that's not the path for you. But doing something maybe that you really, really love, take that and do it all the time. Like as much as you can do it.
1: Yeah, that's a good that's a that's a good tip.
0: Yeah, because, you know, like I know because even going to sleep, think about it. You go to sleep. And you can't go to sleep because you're thinking, your head is thinking, same thing. Sometimes you walk out there and like, it's hard for, for some people. I know for me in the beginning, it was. Now I love it. But before it was like, I'm not going to go outside and look at the trees and, and hear the wind. Like, no, you're probably, your head is not going to let you do that. You're probably going to put in your headphones, listen to some music and make up some story in your brain about some fake shit that you don't need to be telling yourself. So if that's if that's exactly. your then go do something you like. Maybe you like to, I don't know, climb rocks or maybe you like to, I used to love going out and salsa dancing or maybe, you know, take a a longer shower and sing your heart out in the shower. I don't know, that helps sometimes, you know, at least for me, like I love doing all that stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like if you like to paint, if you like to play the guitar, like look through social media and play video games does not count but oh. you know something that doesn't involve electronics like you know if you like to read books read more books you know if you like to play with your dog do that you know once oh, you man, feel your joy, whole,
0: like attention yeah
1: once you feel joy that's the beginning of your your spirituality that's it just just find that state of bliss exactly I found a really good quote for the end of our episode. Um it's from Katya uh, Solancha.com. That's S-O-L-A-N-C-H-A.com. And um she say eventually you stop avoiding difficulties and you start welcoming them. You become clearly aware that the more difficulties you overcome, the faster you move along the path as your spiritual development. And this awareness is a clear indication of your spiritual growth.
0: I mean, That's awesome. everything we, we've been talking about. I love it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah because you know, I feel like we all want to get to that like blissful moment and we don't realize that we have that opportunity every single day and we can make every single day go good or go bad. So the quicker that we we accept every situation we're in and change our mindset around it, the quicker you're going to get to that blissful state that we so much long for, but yes, that quote.
1: It's a, I found a Zen thought to the say enlightenment is when a wave realizes it is the ocean. That's so beautiful. I love it. Yes.
0: I love, love, love. And we will include that as always on our show notes, as well as um, anything else that was mentioned here that we find could be helpful for you. If you, if you want to look it up and as always, we are on Instagram, Our handle is mama.relax with two X's at the end. So feel free to reach out and ask us any questions and we will see you all in the next episode. Bye-bye guys. Bye.